0: Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Survivor Brothers, your ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. I'm your Survivor-obsessed host, Fox Dan Allen, and joining me today is a man who is so under the radar that I do not even know his name. It's Red-Haired Guy. Hello, Red-Haired Guy. Hey,
1: brunette.
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining us on the uh, uh, Lance, right? Lane? Lane Carterelli? Lane? Correct. That's right, yeah um boy we've got a uh I, every every time we start this podcast thing i always hype the episode but we had another really really great episode why wouldn't we winners at war everybody's coming back but yeah,
1: it's on a hot very for sure. very
0: inspirational episode were you inspired lance
1: i'm always inspired but yeah. especially for this episode
0: yeah um well, i feel
1: like i could have run through a wall i could have you know survived <laughs> drowning i could have yeah. done anything
0: yeah um so we are we've got a lot to talk about here we're going to talk about the adam klein apology tour we're going to talk about sandra's uh key uh, swing vote and whether she made the right decision there we're going to talk about ethan uh we're going to talk about everything uh but first let's start off with our biggest headline here t-bone unfortunately uh tyson tyson uh, gets sent out of the game at tribal council uh, by a seven to one to one vote uh, he is off to the edge of extinction, where he is going to be living the aloha lifestyle, twenty four seven, pina coladas, all day long, and no shortage of firewood. Uh, that was a really fun moment. Um, so, okay, so what do we think about this uh, this big Tyson moment? Because it could have gone either way, right? Tyson makes a really good pitch here um, to Sarah and Tony, and Sarah and Tony seem like they're pretty into it. Um, that you know, he's he's been on the bottom for a while. And he does seem to be growing a relationship with Sarah, and they—it seems like they have a really fun relationship going on, where they're—they're—he's—he's he's sharing his clam breath, and they're each other's favorites, and yeah, it's, everybody it's, loves him. It's a lot of fun, yeah. Well, almost everybody, everybody loves everybody. Tyson. <laughs> um, so he, Tyson's really got this group of four people, uh, himself included. Who could really swing the swing this vote here if they can pick up Sandra? As Sandra's vote number five. It, nine people voting total. That's what you need, and it just doesn't really doesn't really come together. And it's because Sandra doesn't trust Tyson. Um, and it really this could come back to haunt Sandra later. But will it? What do we think about this? Did Sandra make the right move here, Lance?
1: I think they did only because the tribe swap. I think mm. if there was no tribe swap, I think it's the wrong move. But because of the tribe swap, they had to see that coming. It's the only thing that really makes sense to me for why they did that, other than Sandra obviously playing with her emotions.
0: Yeah. Um, There's a really great – I really liked uh, what I heard from Yule. And Yule's explaining about like kind of like this whole facade that they have going on, where, of course, there are all sorts of little factions in this group, like the, the Gritty Alliance that we've called out before, Um, Tyson kind of puts together that maybe the people who aren't connected are working together um, and you know there are definitely lines there but Yule is arguing that what we don't want to do is we don't want to know where those lines are for sure. Because the moment we do that, then those lines are hard and fast and they're in cement and we can't change them. And we really want to just not have any clue what's going on so that when we head into the tribe swap, we can just pretend that we're all this one happy family. And everyone's nodding like, yeah, let's keep pretending. This is great. Let's keep doing
1: it. This is why I love Yule. He waxes poetic about the game of Survivor and how alliances work and what? 27 seconds yeah. and it just clicks. It just makes sense. It's like, yes, you get it. Like, that was it.
0: Yeah, he's got a really great uh, way of, like, explaining. Like, uh, yes, obviously that's how – but, like, he explains it in a way that you just haven't seen it explained exactly. on Survivor and before. And it's just so
1: simple. It's yeah. like somebody explained, like, economics to you and you're just getting it right away, you know? Yeah. And I thought Sophie did a great job, too. She kind of just – you know put an exclamation point on ewell's point and i thought she was really smart about what she said as well
0: yeah yeah um and i think part of uh, part of why ewell is such a great player is because he is so able to communicate that like I, I, like tyson had a really great point here himself right about where the lines were and that sandra might find herself in trouble if she doesn't go along with this anyway Um, Now, obviously, Tyson kind of uh, blew himself up, like, a few days earlier when he suggested getting Sandra out. And if he hadn't done that, maybe things would have been different here. Um, I just feel
1: like we had two different Tysons going on in this episode. We had a really good Tyson who made really good pitches to a lot of people and just sloppy Tyson. Just, what is he doing? Why is he doing this? Some of the things he said to people, like, going to Yule and just telling him the whole plan, like, when you were trying to get them out. Like, he does a good job of, like, hey— These people are a threat. They're coming after us. Then goes to them and tells them the plan. And it's Survivor one oh one. When it's too easy, there's something wrong. There's it's a red flag. And he kept saying it and it's just like, How are how is this not registering to you? You're a champion, you've played this game a bunch of times. Like we respect you, you're good at this and it's it's just really frustrating to see him be so good at one spot and then so bad at the other
0: yeah um i'm I'm willing to I'm willing to forgive him a little bit here and I, I think uh, the reason why is because it really does look like he did just about everything he could have to save himself yeah uh, he made his best pitch uh you know he he it was um, a great pitch it was a great pitch yeah and it just didn't work out uh because of what he did you know it's like I said what he did a few days earlier um kind of burned a bridge with Sandra there um but it was
1: fun to see him kind of Kind of do like the poor man's Adam where it's like, like you said earlier, he's getting clams for people. He's being nice to people. Yeah. He knows he needs to build yeah. these bonds again. And How he... many
0: clams you want, Lance?
1: I'll share half one just, with uh, you.
0: Just half? Yeah. 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 I want I want one off for myself. Um, yeah, Tyson. Uh, Tyson's, Tyson's a lot of fun. And, you know, it, I want to say, like, good on him for being able to almost turn it around. Um, you know, he is a kind of player that I had my eye on going into the game. Like, he's someone I don't think I can trust. He's someone who can kind of shape, mold the truth a little bit. And like, like, just, he's so good at the game. And he's just a dangerous person to have around. And he was almost able to turn it around. And I think that's really impressive. Ultimately, doesn't quite come through.
1: Yeah, I really think that, if they didn't think that tribe swap was coming, I th- mm-hmm. I really think it would have been different. I think Tyson stays.
0: Yeah, and we get a we get a fun moment. Apparently, uh, Nick has uh, Nick has a lot of respect for uh, for Tyson there. And poverty. Um, I don't know if he's is he is he, he his hero. Tyson says he Tyson his is idol. Nick's hero. Yes, uh, I don't know if that's quite the right term, but uh, it's very interesting that Tyson gives away his uh, his token to Nick instead of swallowing it. Uh, which is, which is kind of cool here. Uh, what do you, what did you think about that?
1: I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't really understand what he was thinking, but maybe, maybe he was just so delusional that he mm-hmm. did think that like, Hey, he really does think of me as his idol. And maybe he just respected the move. He's like, Hey, I didn't see this coming. You got me. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, well, it's game recognized game.
0: It's, it's tough when everyone voted against you. So it's kind of like, okay, which of these people who just screwed me over? Am I gonna but it he it thought to?
1: it was going to be Nick. So I'm guessing yeah. he Gives a lot of the onus to Nick for making a move mm-hmm. like that.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it could have been Kim, uh, but apparently Kim's on her own, so.
1: Yeah, and then smart move because they were scared that uh, that Tyson had the idol, so that Kim vote could have played a big part. Yeah,
0: yeah, and now here's a, that that's a great question, because I, I wanted to bring that up too. Uh, Nick here, just in case, uh, very concerned that Tyson's acting very confident, um, maybe just who Tyson is, uh, but he was very concerned that Tyson was going to play an idol here, so he throws a vote on Kim, just in case. So if worst case scenario, it's a one-to-one tie and we're voting again.
1: Yep. And um, if we don't get that little him explaining it, you might think that Nick's just out of the vote too. Yeah. But I'm glad that they gave us that context.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, now, will that come back... Do you think that will come back to hurt the tribe at all? Because like, we're, we're talking about like trying to keep these lines hidden and this is kind of like cluing us in like, okay, Cl- Kim's clearly on the bottom of this thing.
1: Yeah. I think there's obvious signs and stuff, but as long as you will and that group that's not connected to people mm. can be as mysterious and people just, there's already target like getting on them, but it's not clear. Like you said, those line isn't in the sand yet. So I don't think it, as long as that stays under the radar, I think it's a, it's a good move for them. But yeah. I really think that the tribe swap, it really depends how the tribe swap lands.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think that, you know, for, for Nick, it's, it's probably well worth the risk. Um, And I think that going into the tribe swap where, uh, you know, this tribe has eight people and it's one person, Kim, who's on the outs, So yeah. it's seven and one. But then on the other side, you've got one fewer, pe- you seven people and you have two people who are on the outs there. Maybe even want to throw an Adam there. So it, that, that tribe's a lot more messy than the red tribe yeah. going in. So.
1: And if Tyson, if say Tyson stayed and he ended up back with, you know, Robin Parvati mm-hmm. and stuff, like all bets are off then.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, and I really, I really can't wait to see how that tribe swap, uh, r- tribe swap turns out, especially with Boston Rob and Parvati in the yeah. mix.
1: We know two people on one tribe. Yeah, if you look at, if you watch the preview for the next episode.
0: Yeah, but this, this move by taking Tyson out of the game here. Tyson for sure could have done something with uh with Boston Rob and Parvati yep. They're all on the bottom. They're all kind of share that same. Yep. They were all in the same heroes versus villains. They were yeah. all in the villains tribe.
1: They could have all been on the bottom, but if those three landed on a tribe, they could have done so many things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know what 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 could have been, but you know what? Tyson could get back in the game. Yeah. Uh,
1: You never know. Edge of Extinction just got a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Well, why don't we talk about the Edge of Extinction? Because uh, that
0: is, uh, yes, the Edge of Extinction was very entertaining and very- awful. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Inspiring. Yes, very inspiring. I want to say that the Edge of Extinction uh, reminded me a lot of The Challenge. uh, That was my first note. Yeah, it was a very- This is like
1: a final in The Challenge, except you're malnourished.
0: Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, So uh, I guess- uh, Wow,
1: we really are brothers, huh? We're on the same page. (laughs) We
0: are. It's scary. I don't like it. Uh, okay, so um, so I guess the uh, Edge of Extinction, uh, before we head there, let's. Uh, uh, Sophie had a great moment where she is, everyone's looking at the Edge of Extinction. Apparently, it's close enough so that you can actually make out people on Edge of Extinction. I didn't realize
1: it was like that close right, to the camp. Right, right. And
0: that is kind of like, that does kind of like creep you out a little bit. So I guess uh, in high school, they thought it'd be a good idea to take uh, Sophie and her class to uh, prison. I did Cabin. this. Have it look like. Did you go to prison when you were in high school, yeah. Lance? Yeah. Did it scare you straight?
1: Oh, I didn't. I wasn't like arrested, but I, I've you know it was like uh, in Monopoly <laughs> when you're just visiting.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, got out of there. Yeah, we we did that too. We did that too. Uh, didn't scare me though. It wasn't. I, I want to say that comfy. when I went there, it wasn't. It wasn't very scary too. If, if you've
1: watched The Office, you know. Yeah. Doesn't prison doesn't sound too life, bad, yeah, you know. Yeah. Way better than being in an office. It
0: looked more depressing than scary actually. Yeah. That was kind of the yeah. uh, that was kind of my takeaway yeah, from the
1: that. 65-inch TV was a nice touch yeah. in there though. I did not
0: <laughs> I did not want to They did have a lot of TVs uh, yeah. in prison. That is true. Um that's the one thing I learned is that uh most the everyone who everyone loves TV. That's right. I wonder if they're watching Survivor there. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Maybe they're listening to podcasts. Do They get podcasts in prison? I, gotta think do some to, research. I think they have to sneak that in. Captive audience. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sell some cigarettes uh, to listen to the Survivor Brothers.
0: Yeah, uh, but back to the uh, back to the Edge of Extinction challenge. There, um, I really like this. It's not like a it's not like a competition. It's really just like against yourself, testing and it's, your will. Yeah, yeah, which is
1: what Edge of Extinction really is.
0: Twenty trips up and down a very steep, difficult to climb
1: mountain. They were winded the first trip up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I'm, I think it's very, I, I'm very impressed that everybody did it.
1: Yeah. First of all. Absolutely. Um,
0: it seemed like people were just a mess emotionally, like after it. Broke it broke them.
1: It straight up broke. Yeah. The, like yeah. strong, strong people, like. Natalie was beasting the whole thing, yeah. running yeah. for a lot of it. And then she just breaks. That's yeah, she just kind of collapses in the water. That's how you know it's tough. That's how I was like, all right, this is the challenge.
0: And then like Amber, like she, yeah. like on the, and she's in tears. Yeah. And like, Danny's kind of like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. But
1: like, <laughs> I mean, she um, she just has the mindset for it. It's like, this is a marathon kind of thing. And I, I really thought like, pacing yourself has to be so tough because yeah. you don't, know the time like you're judging by the sun and everything and you can't really tell how much your body can handle there's no watch and like you get the ethan dooming himself like oh this is this wasn't gonna be so bad after the first one you just knew like oh god foreshadowing
0: i mean you imagine that they probably get this notification like first thing in the morning it's probably pretty early i probably Um, and then they've got
1: all day but it's tough to like put yourself in that position just because you don't know i don't know my body there but like I think middle of the day, I would have just not done anything when like the heat is that. Oh, the suns, yeah, yeah. So I I get as much as I done in that morning, and then I do as much as I can after. But I don't know how like timing yourself up and down, you might that might not be an option either. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it was a it was a marathon, um, but uh, really impressive is Natalie Natalie Anderson, who has really been just like if we want to say Reem was like the star of last Edge of Extinction season. Uh, Natalie's taking it to a whole nother level. Like, last week she was on level 10. She's, like, leveled up. I think she's, like, level 15 now. She's just the perfect Um, person
1: to be on Edge of Extinction. She... Is a CrossFit trainer. She can handle this stuff. She's obviously mentally tough. Yeah. She's just, and I think we've said this on the podcast, being the first one voted out is such an advantage because she's built up so many tokens now.
0: Yeah. Um, And everyone else on that island with her is so, we got confessional from all three people. Danny says, I don't think she's human. Amber says, she's a monster. Ethan says, she is a beast. Uh, Everyone is in absolute awe of Natalie and there's no reason for her not to beast out here these are not her like these are not her social competitors these are her physical competitors at this point yeah and, and this is
1: i think this is what really makes you know edge of extinction so dangerous yeah. is that it if these people do somehow become the jury like they respect her so much you're spending 24 hours a day with them it's like you are in there with them
0: yeah yeah and if natalie i mean if natalie gets back into the game like you gotta imagine that all these people just spending all this time with her seeing how impressive she is i I, can any of them like even like maybe amber could vote for rob if rob's against natalie but like i don't know if anyone can vote for anyone but natalie yeah and if
1: if jeremy stays in the game and they end up back together like she he has advantages like, that is a dangerous duo. Mm-hmm.
0: In- indeed it is. But I,
1: I really want to talk about Ethan. Like, well, let's do it, you know, yeah. Him so... just zombying himself up to the top, like, after being medical checked and everything. Like, the guy is just unbelievable. Like, yeah. you can tell how, why and how he beat cancer yeah like the guy is just so strong and it was it was inspiring for yeah. sure yeah
0: and it was very i mean i was very worried for him uh, yeah. obviously when yeah. he's like he's like obviously when like they like feeling well when they fade to black and everything and, and then they do like the like they put like an echo sound effect yeah. on like the medical yeah. team coming in i
1: was worried that like you faint those are hard rocks and everything it you know? did
0: not look i mean just where he was being checked out did yeah. not he's on a jagged rock a yeah. wet jagged rock
1: yeah Um, not great, but he's when he was four away and he's like, I'm just doing this. And when he was like, pick it up, pick it up. Like, how do you not root for that guy?
0: I, I don't know. And like right there when like, he's being checked out by medical, they like tell him like, you're feeling faint now. That's not going to go away. Like you just have to deal with this. And he does. And it's so impressive. And it's so impressive that like everyone there on the island is right there with him making that final lap and like I like that was that was such a that was such a cool moment. Very
1: cool moment. Yeah. You don't see that a lot, yeah. especially when people are competing against each other for so much money. Obviously they're not really competing mm-hmm. at this point. But that just adds to why Edge of Extinction is so dangerous for somebody to come back. They bonded. Like mm-hmm. how do you not vote for them unless, like you said, you're Amber, you know? Yeah. unless you have somebody that close to you. Like that bond I feel like will just carry them.
0: Yeah, it's a really and it's a really fun social dynamic just to have this almost like a third tribe where yeah. it's and it's 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 a completely different dynamic from the other ones that are in the game because they're not really in the game. Yeah. And they can be closer with each other and they can have a little bit more of a genuine relationship with each other, and they are competing against each other, yeah. sort of, but it's in a completely different way, and it's just so much fun.
1: I think this is was the greatest argument for Rob Sester Nino's make this yeah. a sideshow. Because this yeah. is that's the show right there, you know? And Probs would love the whole inspirational aspect of it and everything. I just think I'm gonna have a hot take. Mm-hmm. Cut it down half of that. We don't need all that. I'd rather spend the time with the people like the red tribe and the blue tribe were yeah. so fun. I'd rather spend more time with them. You yeah. know, this was the highlight of Edge of Extinction so far. Give me pure Survivor.
0: It was a it was a very long segment. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, but it was it was yeah. very long.
1: Um, I enjoyed it too, but I would have enjoyed. Just from how fun this episode was, I would have enjoyed being with the other tribes more.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and Interesting. Uh, so I thought it was a couple more things that I thought were interesting. First of all, this is our first uh, episode where a, an advantage does not get sent into the game, yep. which I know we were both worried about. Yep. Uh, too many advantages.
1: Yep. And one thing that I think I brought up yep. was, are they going to give it a, a way for everybody to get in and have more... You know, currency out mm-hmm. there, and I and I'm glad they did that. Yeah, over I was an advantage.
0: I was not expecting them to just create new wealth. Yeah, uh, but now we have 24 tokens in the game, because uh, presumably everybody completing their pile uh, looks like everybody did it by sundown. Everybody's getting a token. Yep. Uh, so uh, let's let's get into uh, real quick our Survivor business report uh, and go go down our uh, our winners and losers here in the financial realm. Uh, so our our winner here, our biggest winner is Natalie, of course, who now has four. Tokens. Does that make her
1: a trillionaire?
0: That Yes, yes. She better, she better watch out. Uh, she's, she's got uh, watch she, out, Mini Mike. They might, uh, yeah, they, they might, uh, they might tax away a few of those tokens. But boy, she's got enough to buy an advantage and an idol now. Three, three tokens for an idol. One token for an advantage in the return challenge. But she, she also can, she might even get more.
1: She could buy three advantages though, yeah. right? Yeah. And then still have one token left over. That's right. She could get some peanut butter. She could get wine. She is rolling in it. Um, The wine is always a funny one. It's like you could get this thing that could sustain you or you could get drunk off of like a sip because they're just so Oh, yeah, because you got nothing in your system. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, that's like, yeah. It's like one bottle of wine that's like the equivalent of like 20 bottles of wine if you're like in the real
1: world. Dude, the hangover would be so bad too.
0: (laughs) Well, you got nothing better to do on the edge.
1: Well, that would – with their luck, it would be that's when they do like the 20 trips, like on the hangover day.
0: Yeah, we well, just gotta time. You just gotta time it right. Yeah, you gotta know at the, you know, that's probably uh, probably gonna do it uh, on the, uh, the day cycle. Anyway, uh, so uh, Natalie's got four tokens. Uh, I, I have four people in the game that have two tokens each. Uh, Denise has two tokens. Rob has two tokens. Parvati has two tokens, and now Nick, thanks to Tyson, has two tokens. Um, There are a few people who have no tokens. That's Tyson, who just had to give his up. Uh, Sandra, who spent hers for the idol. And Sarah, who spent hers for the steal vote advantage. They all have zero. And then everyone else has one, including Jeremy, who had two. And now he's back down to one. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's how everything is. It does get exponentially harder each week to keep track of them Especially
1: when they're putting four out there and yeah. stuff. And wait, just wait till next week when they start trading them.
0: A lot of tokens. A lot of tokens in the mix. Okay. Uh, so that, that wraps up our Survivor Business Report. But oh my goodness, we have got so much more to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about what's going on on Selle. I want to talk about the, uh, the Adam Klein Apology Tour. I want to talk about the Sandra Bench. I want to talk about all of that great stuff. And we're going to do it right after this CBS Wednesday we have so many cool diverse people from different backgrounds different beliefs different upbringings and it just keeps growing i feel it in my soul. i am a citizen
1: of the united states i'm a hustler i'm a big taylor swift fan
0: i'm the queen of the tribe I'm
1: a survivor. i am playing whatever role i got to play i'm going to play this game for speed i ain't going down like no punk <laughs> A new Survivor Wednesday
0: on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. Okay, Lance. So we're back. Uh, so before we get into uh, before we get into the immunity challenge, the tribal council, and all the craziness that happened there, I want to spend a little bit of time and talk about the Blue Tribe, who did not go to tribal council. But there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on there. Um, and really the episode opens with Adam Klein on his apology tour. Yeah, tail tucked talking, between his legs. Where he's talking to everybody, um, and he's got some great quotes. Uh, he tells Michelle, I pooped my pants tonight. Uh he tells even Je- my favorite one. He tells Jeremy, I deserve every vote I got tonight. Not my favorite. Uh, he told Ben, it was stupid. It was really stupid. Not uh, my favorite. He told Michelle, I was just castrated in my front favorite. of everybody. And he tells just about everybody, I will not work with them in regards to uh, Rob and Parvati. I mean, if you
1: can believe anybody, it's Adam, right?
0: Yes, yes. Um, The cast rate in front
1: of everybody is just such a good quote. And then his hubris line. He's such a hubris guy. Yeah. He would say hubris.
0: Well, he recognized that he did did wrong. That's good. He he thought he could get away with it, and he could not get away with it.
1: You're not playing with amateurs, my dude. No, no.
0: Um, and, uh, in addition to this, uh, the, the actual word apologies, uh, that he's issuing, he's also changing how he behaves around camp. Uh, he is becoming super useful. The hardest worker. He is grabbing firewood. He is filling everyone's water bottles. He is even making coconut soup that no one wants apparently. Um, uh, but he is, he is working, he is working overtime to try and make himself look like he is a team player and he is not a threat. And then what is he doing? What does he do? He goes and sits down with Robin Parvati and has a talk with them. And, and that's
1: all they needed. They didn't care about what he said. That's
0: all. It didn't matter what he said. All he had to do was just sit down with them for a hot second and his game is done. And I don't... Why did he do that? Uh, why did he do that, Lance?
1: I don't know. I, wouldn't you, why would you just stay away from them? Like... Maybe he's, it's the apology tour. You he said he's talking yep. to everybody. You got caught there, but I don't know. Once you see that, it's like, oh crap, it's just us two. I'm getting the F out of Dodge. Right,
0: right. That's, 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 <laughs> but no I good. mean,
1: props to Rob. Rob's just doing Rob things, you know? I, I mean, he's like, I got to throw this guy on the bus. We're on the bottom. Let's do this. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's brilliant what Rob and
0: Rob does here. Uh, Rob and Parvy are able to kind of, and I it almost kind of wish the Blue Tribe did go to tribal council because I want be be to see how this would have turned yeah. out, but. Um, the but moment... this is why
1: this is why Rob is so good.
0: Yeah, know? yeah. The moment Adam's done talk with Rob, Rob's like, "Well, you know, we could go have a talk with Jeremy. Just lie.
1: Yeah. And then they do. I love how Rob. He knows he's on the bottom. Adam's freaking out, and mm-hmm. Rob's just cool as a cucumber. Yeah. He's like, "I know how to handle this. Like, yeah. I'm not going to freak out. He freaks out." Yeah. Puts a bigger target on him, and he's already got a huge target. And so. I love,
0: and I also love the way that Rob brings it up with Jeremy and Michelle while we're talking. And it's not like, hey, just like, just want to like know, like, like Adam just threw you under the bus. He's like, yeah. so what do I do when Adam comes to talk with me? Because he keeps coming to talk with me, and I'm like listening to him, but like, what do I do? Yeah, it's and not like, one of those great.
1: It's not one of those olive branches where it's like this is an obvious lie. Like, yeah, pick this up because these are great players, yeah. and for him to still have people trust him when you know it's Boston Rob is just incredible mm-hmm.
0: and now people don't trust Adam now Adam's kind of in that spot where yeah.
1: no one can trust him at all but this is all. another thing where the tribe swap could just be absolutely huge for him
0: yeah and this is this is why you want to get Rob out early and I, he's just he's in the game and he's going to keep he might not win this game but He's gonna take seven or eight people out on yeah. his way uh out of the door. And, and he's endearing yeah. and
1: there's just something about him. He's, you know, people come to him, he's still playing his little game mm-hmm. and everything.
0: Yeah, speaking of that little game, I, that was one of the other like really fun moments. And I do want to talk about that, the Robin Michelle moment, um, because it doesn't really have anything to do with like the the game as a whole. It's just like kind of like a, a fun little side moment. Yeah, it was a great moment. We're talking about uh Michelle, and we've talked about this on the show before. Like I, I love Aubrey. Uh, if I was on that jury, um, I might have voted for Aubrey. Um, obviously, Michelle won that uh, in, a, in a close decision, and I think that's that's just part of what makes Survivor Survivor. It, it's the most deserving person wins, and it is based on. The vote and the person you think is the most deserving might not win, but that's just because you're in the minority there. Yeah, I
1: I thought uh, Mike Bloom made a great point on Twitter. He said he thought it was so interesting to see one of the most controversial runner-ups giving a pep talk to one of the most controversial winners. Yeah. I thought it was just a great tweet. And uh, shouts to Mike Bloom, friend of the pod. If you win, you win. And yeah, shout out to Mike Bloom. And good for Rob. You know, to, to give—that's uh, why people like Rob. You know, yep. that's why people come to him. And even when he has a huge target, it's—he's still a person you want to talk to. You still want to hang out with and stuff. Yep.
0: When you win, you win. And yep. then he lands that uh, that ring right on the tree. Of course. More foreshadowing, maybe. Who knows? Wouldn't that be incredible?
1: <laughs> so it, really <laughs> it really would. <laughs> it really would.
0: It would be incredible. I don't think it's gonna happen, but that'd I don't be think pretty it's gonna
1: incredible. happen either. But I'm here for it. Like, yeah. If he pulls it off, we asked before the season: Is there any way he makes it to the merge? And now it's like, I, you, maybe. Maybe. Now it maybe it's likely. I yeah, don't know. it could. It it really
0: just depends on that luck of the draw. If because their their numbers are pretty close now, you know, they're the blue tribe's only down one person. So yeah, yeah you know. It, it could be, and I really. I'm and so after all excited.
1: the talk of like the starstruck stuff, maybe people just get starstruck with Boston Rob. And I think they, they are want work bit. with them I
0: think they are a little bit, and I think that's why he's still there. They're so starstruck about him that they're not treating him like a normal survivor contestant. If he was a normal survivor contestant, he wouldn't be there anymore because yep. he's Boston Rob. You gotta get rid of him. yeah Anyway, um, so we'll we'll see how that turn that uh, that that turns out. But uh, let's let's move on to the immunity challenge here, Lance um and this is uh this is this is an incredible immunity challenge let's just say like i
1: another very challenging aspect to this
0: i was stunned by this thing i i i when once this thing started like changing and tr- tr- like ch- switching hands here like i was like how did the hell of this how did this happen i i jeff doesn't know how it happened i don't know how it happened uh maybe we can break it down but before we get into that Let's talk about the Sandra Bench. What's? Uh, because uh, we've got uh, we've got a uh, a couple of records that were broken uh, on this this particular past episode. So apparently, uh, Boston Rob is now the person who has spent the most days on a Survivor Island. He just beat out Ozzy because he was not voted out this time. So congratulations to him. Uh, and in a more controversial, perhaps record, uh, Sandra is now tied for the most sit-outs of any person in Survivor history. I feel like she might Tied with that. Courtney Yates, um, which uh, good company here. Um, but uh but apparently she's taken a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, flack for it uh because she's she sat out basically every challenge this season um and Parvati suggests that they
1: should rename it the Sandra bench um, oh, that was a great line yeah. and I'm really glad that Sandra didn't take it personally either yeah yeah um so because she takes things personally <laughs> yes she does
0: she does you do not want to cross Sandra um uh, Sandra posted something really fun. And I want to read. I want to read this because uh, she was addressing the whole sit-out controversy, right? Uh, so Sandra says, "I sit out because my tribe always wants me to sit out. So when we get out there to the challenge, we already know who's sitting out, and that's and what's best for the team. I'm not a track star. I don't run marathons. I'm not an Olympian. I'm not a superhero. I don't coach Croft crossfit i'm an average middle-aged mother god didn't give everyone muscles he gave me brains that's why i sit out so i use my brain and win twice while others use their muscles and lose i'm sorry if me sitting out affects you so much please forgive me
1: the queen stays queen adios preach yeah <laughs> that was great amen Great. like are- I haven't been paying attention. Is there really that much of a backlash to her sitting out that much? I, I
0: don't it's something that people for sure have noticed. That yeah. she oh, has definitely not, noticed, but um, it's, it's not she's not that, been in, in every challenge. And it's and, not something that I care about. And though. let's and let's and let's just point out that in that first challenge, uh the one where they were wrestling in the water, the, the, Sandra did actually participate in that. They don't show you every single heat that they run. Mm. They just show you the best of the best, right? Um, so there's some, there's some photos on like, uh, CBS Press Express or Viacom CBS Press Express or Viacom Walmart Press Express or whatever it's called now, uh, where you can see Sandra competing in that challenge. So there, she, she's
1: competing in some, something. Yeah, I, guess I, I, I don't, don't think it. it's that big of a deal. Obviously it's a part of it, but she makes a good point. If people that have these muscles, they, these strong physical people, that's what happens. She uses her brain. She's won twice. Like, I think I, I think she knows what she's doing. Yeah. I'm going to trust her on that. And, it's, and I'm going to trust the tribe too, because for sure they they would have lost a lot more if Sandra was competing most yeah. likely.
0: Why I mean why would you put her on a challenge just to put her on a challenge? Yeah. Like if she doesn't, doesn't make belong sense. there, don't put her there. Yep. I mean maybe you want her on the puzzle, maybe you don't want her on yeah. the puzzle, whatever.
1: Like we're not giving participation trophies out. Like they're trying to win and mm-hmm. they're putting out the best team, So yeah. this isn't little league.
0: And it was uh, it was really fun that Sandra was joined on the bench by Tony.
1: Yeah, uh, they're we they're a really good... Tony reactions. I I
0: like them together as a team. They're I like Tony with little... anybody now. Yeah. Like
1: Tony is like my like top pick now. Like he's risen the power rankings for me of just how, many, how entertaining he is.
0: Yeah, he's very he's very entertaining and it's 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 almost a very different Tony too. Cause yeah. like Tony is like he's a very but like there's are still these shining through moments of oh, Tony, yeah. he's Tony. He's got old Tony coming like,
1: through, but he's he's got that long term vision yeah. that I really respect.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was and it was really impressive the way he was considering what Tyson was saying. Um, where, where he was really
1: running yeah, through yeah, and the him scenarios. being the voice of reason to Sandra—it is
0: incredible, right?
1: Tony is a voice of reason; it's is incredible. unbelievable, and he got through to Sandra, which is so tough to do when her emotions just are such a big part of how she plays. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, so yeah. So Tony and Tony and Sandra sit out, um, and the call the Red Tribe really builds this huge lead, um, and it, it seems like the the problem really comes down to this this jumping for keys business, uh, where Adam is the only person who is able to do this on the blue tribe uh which is surprising because adam does not seem to me to be that physical guy where you're going to put your entire challenge win on his shoulders They obviously
1: underestimated how hard the jumping would yeah. be they thought that was going to be easy they thought the getting the boat to uh swimming it out there was going to be the tough part what i didn't get i, I understand balance is tough mm-hmm. and things are moving but if you can't get it and you're this far behind. Run and jump, Adam. I didn't, just run I didn't, and freaking I was, jump. I was thinking about
0: that. I did notice no one was running and yeah. jumping. Like, but I, they've got g- a little, even a little bit of momentum. Yeah, you know? just not, a little bit. Just not from yeah. a, a he, still start, right? And he didn't
1: even bend the knees enough. Like, come on, man. And then uh, th- <laughs> my favorite part was when he face-planted. I was like, oh, this is the challenge, baby. Like, face-planting from 20 feet up into the water is... You know, pure challenge.
0: Yeah. And of course, we talk about jumping for these keys on buoys like we can do it all day long. Oh yeah, long. I like, mean,
1: well, I'm short, so I, yeah. I probably would have struggled like Adam. But I, at a certain point, you they're making their puzzle. Obviously, they came back, so you can't really blame them too much. But I try something. I try anything. Yeah. I try like swatting my hand at it to see if it comes through. Like yeah. anything. Yeah.
0: Um. There Take you... off
1: my pants and like throw it at it. You know. <laughs>
0: I wonder if you could do that. That's actually I like that. If you're like that, that, that far idea. behind, I mean. Why not? Outside the box, thinking. I like it. I like it. Um, Yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, Adam you know, despite being the hero here, he is trying over and over and over. And he really is giving it all. And he is just so like, he can just tell how exhausted yeah. he is after doing this. Like,
1: but that had to buy him a little times. bit back with the tribe and everything. You oh know? For, yeah, for sure. Like, cause he is thats exactly like, what he needed. He's
0: a huge, like they cannot move on without yeah. him. Like yeah. they, he,
1: I wonder if he tries that hard. If he knows, like if he's not on the bottom and just screwed mm-hmm. everything up, I wonder if he tries that hard. He's because I think he thinks he's going home they, if he yeah, doesn't get that yeah
0: yeah um and and he he pulls he finally gets the key and at this
1: point the red tribe's like done with the puzzle yeah. like you they've got think. like four or five pieces left to go and they had like the nick being like oh I did this on my season like I got that's this that's
0: right that's 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 really incredible to me like the fact that nick who is building this puzzle for the red tribe has previously built the same puzzle and won by building the same puzzle and has enough of a head start to finish this entire puzzle before the blue team even shows up. Like, their their planes delayed. It's like an amazing race thing where, like, one team's (laughs) finished and the other's stuck it in the airport in a different country. This is the
1: first time where probes you know over exaggerating things actually made sense we get vintage <laughs> props absolute disaster biggest blowout ever <laughs> biggest comeback in the history of this game and when they came back you could just see the glee in props's face he's like this is good tv i know it
0: i like i said i am still trying to figure out how this happens because as the blue tribe is showing up and starts like it looks like rob and michelle are like nailing this thing three times one, the charm, three, like this is no problem yeah but like as the blue tribe is making progress, all of a sudden the red tribe starts progressing Going backwards. backwards. Every time we see them, there are fewer pieces on the puzzle. And then by the time the blue tribe's almost done, the red tribe has like no pieces yeah, left to it's their puzzle.
1: Wild. I don't know how long it took, how long I mean red struggled yeah. obviously for a long time, but I wonder how quickly Rob and Michelle put that together. I'm really glad that they did that. Third time's the charm for them. And how do you spell redemption? R-O-B. <laughs>
0: It's a re- redemption, Redemption Island. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah, that's 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 where he gets his money. So I, I uh, got a
1: question for you. Yeah, what do you got? This is you know the typical day after sports game question. Okay, did Selle win or did DeKal lose?
0: Oh, that's a really great question. Um, boy, um, it sure it's sh- it sure looks like the Red Tribe lost here. I say they choked. Um, because there's no reason why they shouldn't have won here. Um, it's so impressive that the blue tribe was able to pull it out, like with the effort that they made, but there's no reason why that effort should have worked. Like they're like, this thing should have been over by the time the blue tribe showed up at the puzzle.
1: Yeah. And I I don't know if you believe in momentum, but this is a good argument for momentum. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't believe in it. Like the thing was such a disaster that I was like, even worried, like, did the red tribe throw this? Like, did they throw this thing? Because... I just don't understand the the concept of moving backwards because like that puzzle looked pretty close. like yeah. I don't think there was like a problem with like they had the wrong piece in like the very bottom yeah. and they needed to move it to the top.
1: I would have or- loved a little more context because you have so many smart people and like Wendell is really good at puzzles and stuff. Nick has done this before. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was too many cooks in the kitchen or Maybe. what happened because yeah, them going backwards just didn't make any sense. It made no sense at all. Um but I mean listen, I, I don't want to take anything away from the
0: Blue Tribes win because that was very impressive. You know, it's so easy for like Adam to just kind of like give up. Yeah. For the puzzle to just kind of give up and just like, we are so far behind it doesn't even matter. This is why I not But want like they just kept ca- Yeah, they like the moment Adam got that third key, like like we're gonna we're gonna beast this, and like yeah. they were just full speed and ahead.
1: You blink and they're like halfway done with the puzzle, right, too. right?
0: And there's something to be said for never giving up. And yeah. you know you gotta you gotta hand yeah. it to them. But yeah, red shame chokes so But bad.
1: this is why I didn't want the tribe swap. I want to see how the residual effects yeah. of all this. Yeah, know?
0: that they they I would I would love it. Just if we went kept these tribes to the merge. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna lose them, uh, but that's that's all right. I guess uh, new new tribes, new dynamics, new fun. Yeah, new still fun. Be, it's still gonna be good. Yeah. Um, Tony's still there, so as long as Tony's still there, it's great. gonna be great. Um, okay, let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about tribal council a little bit too here, um, because uh, we we uh, we we have uh, you you'll you'll do a little bit of talking more about the the facade about exposing and cementing the lines his instamatic photo, um, and and Sophie's Sophie's really in on this too. Um, you know they they make a lot of great arguments here.
1: Um, but, but maybe too great of arguments. Yeah, yeah. They're too smart. Like that would just like if I'm Tony and Sandra, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get rid of. i these I'm a little. I'd be a little bit worried about that too. I was super. I didn't bring this up, here. but I was yeah. super worried about Yule this whole episode. Yeah. Like, you get the famous last words. Of, like, I feel good. Like, we're we're in a really mm-hmm. good spot. He's like he's like way too excited about being a quarter of the way through. I'm like, oh my god, is this the Yule episode? Yeah. But no, no, he's he's
0: he's fine. I think he's gonna make it. I think he's gonna make it all the way to the end. I, I still do. Really. I I th- I. I I just got a that's, good feeling about it. That's
1: so damn impressive.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Tyson uh, Tyson was kind of, despite Tyson not knowing what's going on, Tyson
1: still had some pretty good clues about what was going on, right? He, it, I think he had an yeah. idea. Like, they made him a little clueless when it's like it's too easy, but I, I, I don't feel like that's the full story. He's just too smart to not realize, like, this could come down on me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh
0: it's it's kind of our last look at the uh, the Decalde tribe here, um, and unfortunately Tyson was. A huge part of why that tribe was so much fun. Absolutely. But I, I know that there's a lot of talk on the internet about like the Dakal tribe just being like one of the best tribes in survivor history. And I gotta agree with that. Like there's so much there's so much great stuff that's going on. First of all, you got like Sandra and Tony and Sarah, and they've got their whole thing going on there, right? You've got Yule and Sophie who are playing just such a like a brilliant game. Uh, Tyson is just like fantastic TV to watch there's so much great stuff going on there and it's sad like you said like I would love to see this thing go on to the I think
1: one maybe not a regret but something we're going to be like we wish we spent more time with is because they lost so few of the challenges Mm -hmm. we didn't spend a lot of time with them either True. maybe it's a little you know they want it we want a little more you know leave them wanting more and stuff so maybe that's why we liked them so much too
0: um i will say that if you do want to get more from the red tribe uh check out the secret scenes there are a lot of really fun secret scenes out there um just just take a look i i I don't want to i won't spoil any of them but they're just they're they're really fun if you just want to like get a little bit more of you know they're just going on hikes together and they're having a good time and they're they're bonding and it's just it's just fun to see on you know outside a game level just on like a personal level these people you love hanging out with yeah. each other um so i, I want to talk and, and there's like for sure if we're talking about like the best tribes in survivor history i want to say they're in a conversation for sure this is the call tribe but i was wondering like maybe lance you and i can sit down here and come up with like a a list a tight list of like our best the best tribes in survivor history and see maybe where exactly this the call tribe fits in here
1: the wait is over the shy returns with new episodes on paramount plus what brings you to the Shy? opportunity everybody get down walk right up to the side a new rain is coming to the south side
0: never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job
1: the Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shy to get a 50 percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
0: So, do you have any? Wh- why don't you start us off? Do you have any survivor tribes that yeah, you think are? I've, I've got a couple. Yeah, yeah. What do you uh, got? The
1: one that really pops out to me is the villains tribe. Oh hell yeah! From yeah, uh, yeah. Heroes and Villains, you got Boston Rob, Tyson, Poverty, Sandra, which we're just really talking yep. about winners at war now, and then you got Coach and Russell. Like it was, yeah. it was just an amazing <laughs> tribe. Like even if you don't even if you didn't watch that season just hearing those names you're yeah. like this i have to watch that like yeah. that is a tribe that is just amazing
0: it's like i and i love that you met cuz coach like adds so much weirdness yep. to it like you Jerry have have and his weird. relationship with yeah. her um and then you got yeah it's it's such a fantastic tribe yeah, they're like tribe. weird
1: flirting and everything yeah, yeah it's
0: a fantastic tribe and it's a dysfunctional tribe and they can't really quite work together and there's a big split but then they come together and it's 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 such a fantastic story i also story. think
1: there's something to say that a lot of these people are in their prime too like we're getting some post prime in of yeah. of war which is still great but these are these are prime you know idols yeah. and stuff so yeah. i think that really adds to it which
0: is great because it's it's we're talking about a season that's 10 years old but yeah. still yep. like it's just the the thrill okay so you gave me one i'm gonna give you one uh, I want to go all the way back to like super old school survivor uh, and, and the, the Drake tribe from Pearl Islands. Yep, that's going. Um, first of all, Pearl Islands is a fantastic season. If you love Sandra, I mean, it's Sandra's, it's Sandra's first season. Of course she's on the Drake tribe. That's part of what makes it yep. so much fun. Um, you have, you have the dread pirate, Uh, an elephant lover and unsuccessful candidate for governor of Indiana, uh, Rupert, Rupert Bonham, um, who is, uh, whom, I mean, we get one Rupert in Pearl Islands and we get another one in all stars. I think the one we get in all stars, the one where he's arrogantly trying to build a shelter by digging into the ground. It's I think amazing. that's a real Rupert. I don't think like the fun, like he's like it's a, one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Um, but like him and Sandra, like even in like an opening episode where like Rupert stealing shoes and like Sandra's got like able to actually talk with these like townsfolk and, and you want to throw in, let's throw in Johnny Fairplay into yep. that mix. Cause yep. he's on that tribe. He's someone who's, I can't stand I can't stand him, but he is he is That's so good TV. he is so good TV. Yeah, yeah, he is the ultimate like villain. You right? need your villains, you know. Yeah, and even like Burton, Burton, who is kind of yeah. like your first person, I'm, unless you want to. Burton and Lil right but Burton's like the first person who's ever voted out of Survivor to come back into Survivor almost makes it all the way with Johnny uh, and just makes some boneheaded mistakes at the end just similar to the boneheaded mistakes that he made in the game that like got him out in the first place and a special shout out to uh, the forgotten Survivor Michelle Tassaro, whom I went to high school with
1: oh yeah! wow
0: yeah! your claim to fame that's right my claim to fame yes forget this podcast business my claim to fame is that I knew someone in an early season of Survivor
1: thrice went to my high school Booyah. oh okay
0: well all right well that's he maybe more memorable than
1: yeah mine but okay
0: uh wh- hit me with another lance what all do you right
1: got? uh i've got oga from australian outback okay so all old right. school as well so back to back old schools for us it i mean if for the older survivor fans mm-hmm. you got to know amber tina colby jerry like that is a great foursome right there and Having Colby and Tina make it to the end, like I feel like that just puts them as one of the best.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, I, and mean, I really
1: think it added to the popularity. Like, obviously, Survivor was gaining popularity. The second season was so popular, but this was three really good seasons oh, in yeah. a row.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's as much as you like Colby and Tina now. Like, just thinking back about like how much people loved them beloved. in the day. Yeah. Like, Colby is just like. He is survivor to, yeah. like, so many people. Yeah, and how um, much people hated Jerry, too. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, she, she is a villain, yes, right? she is. She is a villain. Um, okay, that, that, is a, that is a fantastic, uh, that is a fantastic one. Um, all right, I'm going to give you one more, and then I think we're going to rank them, okay? So uh, I'm going to go with a more recent season, but it was one of probably the best of the most recent seasons. Uh, I want to shout out to the Vanua tribe of, uh, of Millennials versus Gen X. Yep. That's your Millennials tribe, basically, yep. right? and there are so many great people so first of all Adam Klein who's on the season he's the winner um, so you start there uh, Hannah Shapiro fan of the pod fan of TV Guide yep, yep. Uh, we talked to her at the big uh, fan here. of TV yes, Guide yes big, big fan loves TV Guide uh, first person I've ever talked to who's a super fan of TV Guide oh gotta uh, meet my parents well okay well there you go I used
1: to get the yeah. the pamphlet thing. oh and uh, and,
0: and George Cassandra, uh, George <laughs> Cassandra's dad he's yeah. a big fan of TV yeah. Guide as well uh, we've got uh, Jay Jay Starrett I like Jay um, yeah. oh
1: on the challenge yes, this upcoming season yes
0: yes uh, we've got Zeke Zeke Smith, yep. uh, fantastic. Uh, Will Wall, the 18-year-old who makes his big move, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, we got Figgy and Taylor. We got Michaela. I love Michaela. Um, and we've even, uh, we've got, and I mean, not that like M- Mari who goes out first. Like she's very memorable first boot, mm-hmm. and even Michelle uh, who kind of goes out. Like I will never forget her for being uh, for believing that dragons and dinosaurs are interchangeable. Um, that's kind of my that's my my memory of that. You don't know but science. It is it, like. That is a fantastic, like, there is no day, de- like, everybody on that tribe has something interesting yeah. going on. Oh, I love it's that tribe. Great.
1: It was It made my shortlist as well. Yeah. So good call Okay.
0: All right. So we got what? We got um, uh, Villains and Drake, and then you went Ogacore, and then I went Banua. And let's throw the call into the mix as, as number five, right? So let's rank them now. Where, where do we, what do you have as your, of these five, what do you put at number five?
1: <sighs> I'm going to go Ogacore
0: oh that's exactly that's what I put it there too okay. uh, why'd you why'd you put it at number five
1: uh, I just feel like as great as it was yeah. you had like half the tribe that was like really really great yeah. and I th- I think there are just more stacked tribes yeah. which you know this is a fresh season, and there's no returning players, so that kind of adds to it. As like an original thing, it's it's right up there, obviously. Mm.
0: I will say that I probably could not name everybody who was on the Oga tribe, it was a long as time I could ago. do like uh, list, list everybody on, like say, the Villains tribe. Yep. So I think that's part of it. Um also I, I know people love Tina and Colby. They're not necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah. Like they're not my I'm not necessarily a Tina or a Colby super fan. Yeah. Uh, I think they're great players and I, you know, I would have loved to see Tina play this season. Um but uh, I put it at five as well. Yeah. Okay. Um so my number four, uh, I'll say my number four was the Drake tribe. Okay. Um I mean I I love this tribe. I, I just think the other tribes are stronger. Um it's a it's a slightly smaller tribe. There are a couple of one or two forgettable people on here, but for the most part, like there's some really solid people in there. That's my number four. That's what good. about you? uh
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna agree with you on that. Okay, yep. all right.
0: Look at that. Two for the, two. The brother, yeah, two yeah. for two. All right, what do you got for number three? Let's see if we go three for three. I'm going millennials. Vanua, that's my number oh three. My oh my goodness. Did he, oh, boy. <laughs> right. oh boy. This is terrible. Oh boy. Okay. Good
1: podcasting.
0: All right. What do you? What? Wh- why is it number three?
1: Uh, as much as I like them, I just feel like Takal and the villains are just that much better. Yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. just, they're so stacked. Like, I feel like it's a two-tribe tier and then everybody else, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's nothing against the Millennials. Like, once again, another fresh tribe with people not returning and everything. It's They're just fun mm-hmm. and stuff, but... They just don't have the legacy.
0: I think that's exactly right. I, uh, everybody on the Vanuel tribe has it, it's just great in terms of personality. Like everybody's love different. To hang like, hang out with them. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to hang out with these people. I just feel like there are so many legends on Dekal and so many legends on the villains tribe that it just kind of like you got to put it third, right? Okay, here we go. We're going to find out right now. If our lists are identical, I honestly have no clue because we didn't like go over this beforehand. No, we just, we just, yeah. So what do you, what do you have as your number two? Well, I give me your number one. Who's your number one? Forget number two. What's oh, your number one? It's the one I pick, villains. Of course, of course, it's the villains. Yeah, it has to be. We've like, got an identical list. How about that? That's great, great. podcast. That's I, good. I mean,
1: it's it's just unbelievably stacked, and they're villains. I love villains, mm-hmm. and it's just more fun when you have like people like Russell and stuff, yeah. and Boston Rob and everything. Like as fun as DeKal is, and how. Maybe I'd want to hang out with yeah. them more and like have a beer with them, but it's just way more entertaining with the villains. It's the
0: drama of that tribe that really puts it over the edge. Yep. Like everybody there is such a great like everybody there can stand alone as a great player, but just like the dynamics that are going on between Boston, and Robin, and Russell, where they're butting heads, and then Tyson is like tricked into voting himself out, yeah. basically, yep. and then like Coach and Jerry they decide to flip. And side with Russell over Rob because wild. Like, Russell's like playing this game yeah. and like Parvati's there and she's supposed to be out first, but she doesn't go out first because there's so much nonsense going on. It's such a great tribe. It's such a great season. If you haven't watched that season, you guys st- like just go out and watch it today. Like that is such a great season yeah, on
1: CBS all access.
0: Um, and uh, not to take anything away from the call tribe. It's my number two. Um, I
1: mean, it's my number two as well. I, uh I think, I brought it up before. I think we spent more time with them. It might have been better. And I really just want to see how the season plays out. They have a chance, maybe to. I don't know if they can actually go up anymore, but they have a chance to make it closer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And we'll we'll see we'll see where that goes. But yeah, they are they are fantastic. I want to say that you know maybe if we had seen a little bit more a little bit more drama, maybe if they had not switched before the merge and we had like seven or eight episodes of them together rather than you know five. And
1: I think if they can really depends. If they stick together post uh, swap and the merge, they have a real shot. Like if they really stick together, that could be something that puts them close to one or. Oh, yeah. One. We
0: could see them come right back together yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, and I think
1: that would add to their legacy. So this is tough when we've like you said we're a quarter of the way through That's and right. they're already number two.
0: That book, the book has not yet been written on the the Takal tribe, so that's a uh, it's a soft number yeah, two. It's
1: an asterisk. That's on right, it.
0: a number two that could be moving up or down mm-hmm. depending on where the future totally. goes. All right. Well, look at that. We ranked a we ranked a tribe. Congratulations. Too much. It's not good. Uh, congratulations to us for being on the same page. But maybe that means we're all on different pages. I don't know. Is that
1: there, it? I think so. Anyway,
0: uh, all right. Stuff from Tyson. So, uh, so I think we're 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 almost done here. But before we uh, re- wrap things up, Lance, I'm I'm very curious, as as I am every week, whether or not you learned anything. Lance, did you learned learn? Any, did you learn learned anything by watching the show?
1: Uh, want me to start?
0: Yeah. Yes, please.
1: I learned that Michelle and Wendell will be on the same tribe.
0: That's right. That's actually yes. I I as well learned that they are they are exes. Um right. so I didn't know they
1: were. I googled it and I'm like, oh okay. And yeah. now I know they're on the same. Yeah, tribe, we've so. got
0: we've got X on the beach. Yeah. We've got X on the beach showing up here. Apparently, uh, we got we got we got, a, we got a double feature actually. Yeah. If you wanna if you wanna say Amber and Ethan, uh, yeah. Put them together as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's uh just it kind of makes things a little bit more interesting. <laughs> we're there on the. Uh, well, that's
1: why. We've brought it up so many times. This is why it's so challenging. It's like you got these all these past relationships and people's growing up with each other and stuff. It's so interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else? What did did you learn anything else, Lance? Uh,
1: We brought this up a little bit, but I learned this was the most challenging episode ever. Edge of Extinction Marathon was classic challenge. Someone face planting into the water. It's a challenge, baby
0: yeah yeah it is it is it is a challenge i really like that i really like that it's it's it's, it's fun, fun. too yeah it's it's like a um it's like one of those um endurance challenges but it's just against
1: yourself yeah which is which is fun yeah which is really fun um and it's one of those things where i put myself in their shoes it's like i probably wouldn't have done it i would have yeah. just been like i'm gonna save my energy you guys get that fire token yeah. and stuff so and when i watch the challenge i don't want to do any of that stuff yep yeah, yeah I, I mean, you gotta, I mean, you gotta say that you learn, you got, you learn, you never give up here, like yeah. for
0: sure, yeah, because there's no reason why the blue tribe had any reason Don't to think quit. they could have possibly win this this challenge,
1: which is a challenge thing. TJ
0: hates quitters. That's right. Well, Jeff Probst does Jeffs not like quitters, quitters either. Yeah. Uh, he is, Jeff Probst has had an interesting relationship with quitters. That'll be like, a, that's like a fun podcast yeah. to talk about in and of itself.
1: We'll do that in the Jeff, off season. The
0: evolution of how Jeff views survivor quitters, because there's like, if you want to go back to some like early seasons, like Jeff
1: will murder you for quitting. When we do binge mode survivor, that'll be one of the podcasts. <laughs> that's, right.
0: that's right. Binge mode survivor. Looking forward to it. Um. yeah. What about uh,
1: you? Did you learn anything?
0: Not really. I never learned anything watching TV. That makes sense. Um, I, I learned, I, I learned, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't learn anything, but I, I love Tony. I just want to say it again. I love Tony.
1: So I have Tony one. I learned Tony might be this wacky fun dude, but he's playing with his head and he's got this longer view, this <laughs> yeah. long-term vision that I wasn't expecting from Tony, but he's playing. Has he had a misstep yet? I don't think so. Um, no, not really. I mean,
0: I, I, I want to say that like even if he's not necessarily I guess the
1: misstep would be the latter, but
0: <laughs> that's a literal a literal well, misstep. Yeah, yeah. The only misstep so far. A literal misstep. Me. Um yeah. Um yeah, and yeah, that's good 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 for good for good for Tony. Good for Tony. All um, right, I got a
1: couple more. Okay, yeah, keep, uh,
0: keep him, give him come on.
1: My last two. I learned uh, everyone, everyone should be scared, terrified of Natalie. If Natalie gets yes! back, she's gonna be a huge problem, especially if she gets back in the merge and the individual challenges. How do you beat that?
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I, you, and you gotta you gotta think that if she gets back in the game, she's gonna be a big target right away. It has to be. But maybe it's the kind of thing where if Jeremy's still in the game and maybe he goes instead yeah. and then all of a sudden she's not a big target. Or what anymore. if she comes
1: in with an idol, plays it, and just gets all the power like on her side, you know? Yeah. What if she's that she could even come in and be that swing vote, like she might be needed. Like I wouldn't just put a nail in her coffin at all. I'm really exciting for I'm really
0: excited for that shopping trip when Natalie <laughs> yeah. finally gets to go to the survivor store. Yeah, I mean, I'll take one of those. She I'll wanted the peanut butter. Two of those. It'll be interesting.
1: Does she take an advantage or like a peanut butter? Yeah, you know?
0: it's a lot of good, a lot of good deals out there. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right, yeah. my last one. Uh, I learned that the really high level players are separating themselves. Okay. Rob, Yule, Sophie, Tony are all playing really smart, and the sloppy players are really exiting. Yeah. Not all of them, obviously, because mm-hmm. Adams. Still in there and stuff, but Tyson just made too many mistakes, and I feel yeah. like the sloppiness is getting is it's catching up to people. Yeah,
0: I, and I think there's something there for sure to be learned from from Tyson and how he played the game, and I think it's that when you're on the bottom. Um, and i think kim made a really good point about this when uh, in our confessional a few episodes ago where the trick about being on the bottom is that you're on the bottom and everything that you do to like get yourself up and off the bottom just kind of cements you even further as someone on the bottom because you're trying so hard and you're going to work every angle and that's really kind of what catches tyson here where it's that's why tyson goes home instead of kim going home where Tyson is trying to work all the angles, and he works one angle too many. Yeah. Where if he had just, like, played it a little bit cool and just, like, built personal relationships without making it so, you know, game-intensive, where he's, like, pitching names and, like, trying to get rid of Sandra when they're not going to tribal council, if he just, like, lay low and build these relationships with Sarah and Tony... Yeah. Then... When he finally comes to the point where he's got to do something to save himself, he can make this best pitch yeah. where it's like, okay, it's, we got to stick together against Nick and them. Yeah.
1: Him and Adam are just so similar. You know, they just overplayed their hands yeah. and it got, and it bit one of them and we'll see if it bites the other one, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's very exciting to see. This is a, this is a fantastic season. I mean, of- have we
1: ever had like a quarter of the season through, has anything been this strong?
0: I, I don't know, man. This is this is really this is really I, I feel like I get so excited over Survivor in general yeah. that like that I immunity like... challenge
1: got I was like pumped up. I was, like, yeah. Oh my god. And I like I thought it was coming. I was like, they wouldn't spend all this time on Adam and everything mm-hmm. unless there was like a huge comeback, and it still got me. I was still like, damn. Yeah. To be fair, I was pretty hyped on
0: season thirty nine too. I know. And then and then we know what, what yeah. happened with that. So but we're
1: always hyped, uh... but in a world where things don't live up. To the hype, yeah. this is so far. So yeah. knock on wood.
0: Yeah, no, this is this is fantastic. Uh, we're, I'm very curious to see where we head next week with the tribe swap. Um, you know, obviously, anything could happen. Um, literally, possible. anything could happen. Um, just depending on who winds up where and what the numbers are. Um, but you know, it's it's great news for. You know, it's great news for Sandra and her group because Tony was right. They are they are in trouble had this uh, tribe swap yeah. not happen. It's great for Adam. Maybe he can do something. It's great for Parvati and Rob. Maybe they Even can do something. Rob
1: said he doesn't like this part of the game. So Rob should love this part of the well, game. I agree. So yeah. maybe he just got a really bad hand dealt to him in and, and the tribe swap. Maybe he lost Parvati and it's just him. Maybe. Maybe. So I just – you don't know if that interview is a pre-swap or if it's like – that's the true. aftermath of it that's I true. think that's a fun part of it yeah
0: um, but you know Rob's Rob's doing well no matter what tribe he's he's in even, even though he's in the bottom he's still sticking around and he's still almost dictating who, who goes home here he's he's putting the can't wait to see what happens there alright so we'll be back here next week we're going to talk about that all uh, but in the meantime uh, if you want to uh, get some more Survivor Brothers we'd, we'd suggest that you you stick around and you subscribe to the Survivor Brothers on your favorite podcast subscribe app. rate review Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everywhere you can find good podcasts, you'll also find ours. Um not suggesting our podcast is a good podcast, just saying you'll find our podcast where you find now, other good podcasts. It's not a
1: good podcast, it's a great podcast. It is a gr-
0: fantastic podcast.
1: Marvelous. And if you
0: if you agree with Lance, and of course why wouldn't you because Lance is always right. We agreed I, this whole time. I so. don't know where that line came from. Uh, but if you do agree... Oh, that's agree, my handwriting. Yeah, that's, yeah. If you do agree, uh, please, we'd also appreciate a review. Uh, so give us some give us some love. Five stars only, Word. since Lance. Uh, otherwise, he knows where you live. Um, all right. So uh, I think that, that about wraps us up here. Uh, we'll see you guys back here next week. Uh, but for now, uh, from the Survivor Brothers studio, this is Fox Van Allen and red-haired guy whose name has yet to be determined. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for
0: a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flake.
1: And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is the next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You wanna find out? Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.